0: Welcome back to another episode of Dream Attraction Podcast. And today we're going to be diving into the Barbie movie. Now, before we get into the review of the movie, I just want to say before, I feel like Lainey and I always did our reviews right after we watched the movie. Mm -hmm. Like we would literally get out of the theater, go into one of our cars and record the movie review right then and there. We're going to we're gonna switch it up a bit now. Like, Dream Attraction podcast, new podcast, new look, new everything sort of thing. So, we love doing our movie reviews, so we had to bring that back. But now, we watch the movies, and then we're going to wait at least, like, a week. Let it marinate. You know, maybe read some other reviews. Get some other people's opinions on the movie. And kind of, like, you know, really think about it. It's like, let it kind of, like, sink in yeah, what the movie was just, about. I feel like after you see the movie... It's, like, you're I don't really know how I feel yet. You're you know? still
1: processing, like... Yeah.
0: Even if you really did like it, like, I feel like you're
1: still processing everything. And, like, I think we've seen... We saw Barbie, like, two weeks ago.
0: I think I saw it on opening night.
1: Oh, yeah, you saw so it yeah, on opening night? I saw
0: it on opening oh, night. We
1: saw Haunted Mansion two weeks ago. Yeah,
0: Haunted Mansion was... it. I feel like this summer is just, like, flying by. Like, I can't even believe it's already, like, almost, like, mid-August. I'm like, what happened to summer? Like, what? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So then Barbie, I'm not going to lie, is the inspo for our cover art photo shoot. And a lot of what we've been doing with Dream Attraction has been Barbie-inspired. I mean, you know, I love pink. And it just I was worked like, with our
1: color scheme. And yeah. And Barbie came out around... It was, like, about to be coming out around the time we were, like, going to be releasing our cover art and everything so we're like how perfect like that's what we're gonna go off of
0: yeah and it's like the movie of the summer like ever i can't remember the last time a movie came out that was this like hotly anticipated and it has to do with like the marketing
1: and it's not even a franchise it's brand new like i was i was saying before i was like I've haven't seen a movie this heavily marketed in a very long time to where it actually turned out like really well.
0: Like yeah.
1: I was like it was literally everywhere.
0: They've been talking about this movie though for the past year, I think. Like they've been marketing it. I've been seeing things on social media saying like guys don't forget Barbie's coming out, you know. It was just very like anticipated. I remember the the first photos that were released of Ryan Gosling and Margot Robbie as Ken and Barbie mm-hmm. in Venice Beach with the rollerblades and everything, like so, like people were like taking pictures of them and posting it on social media. Oh, okay, I remember seeing those pictures like when they first started filming, and I was like, "Oh, this is gonna be like a cool movie," you know. So it was very anticipated. The marketing was amazing, and when I went on opening night, Lainey and I go on opening night to a bunch of different movies. And opening night is technically Friday, but I don't know if you guys know, but movies do release on that Thursday night. It used to be, when we were younger, there was, like, the midnight premiere. Yeah, which like, the midnight I kinda show. Rem- I kind of missed that. I never went to one. I kind of wish I did.
1: No. Oh, yeah. my God. It was my favorite. I would always have to... Um negotiate with my mom mm-hmm. because you know being in like high school or even middle school i, I think i started going earliest like middle school mm-hmm. and everyone's gonna love this but i started going when like twilight came out
0: twilight and harry potter i remember my friends would go to the midnight showing like yeah. when the new ones came out
1: i think those are literally the two i went to midnight shows for it was literally the twilight series and then um the harry potter movies
0: yeah And I think for Barbie, like, when I went there, like, usually, like I said, Lainey and I go on Thursday nights. There's usually no issue. And when I went...
1: It was sold out.
0: It was... it Literally, we... I was, like... My friends was, like, well, maybe we should buy tickets, like, the day before and, like, for seats. And I was, like, guys, trust me. I do this all the time. Like, we'll be fine. We got there, like, 40 minutes before the movie was about to start. Or maybe 30 minutes. And we had to sit, like third row from the screen so we were like kind of looking up at the screen and the theater was sold out yeah i have not been to a movie that's been sold out i don't think ever well maybe once or twice but i can't remember and
1: listen to this this is even more crazy because i went with my girlfriend after opening night like i literally i think went during the week Mm -hmm. like the following week and um we went I we went probably around like I wanna say like six six o'clock. Yeah. And I think or no, maybe six thirty. I think we were trying to go to a seven o'clock show. And all the 30 six thirty, seven, and seven thirty, all full. And wow. I was like Oh, my God. Right. I was, like, this is crazy. I told her, I was, like, I've never seen this before. I'm, like, it's already past opening night. Like, we're here on the weekday. Yeah. Like, at night. Like, when people have worked. The- I had worked the next day. Yeah. Kind of pretty early, actually. But I was like, well, I was like, fuck it, I want to see this movie. Mm-hmm. And so we ended up going to the 8 o'clock show. And we, like, happened to find, like, two open seats in the very, like, far, like, corner of the theater. Wow. And so we literally just grabbed those. Because, yeah, everything else, like, pretty much sold out. The only things that were available were, like, a few seats, like, up in the front. And I'm like, I can't do that. I'm going to get, yeah, like... know. I know. I'm, I'm going to get, like dizzy. Yeah. Watching it, you know? So we ended up doing that. So we we literally just went over to Yard House mm-hmm. um, and literally just got like a, we got like a margarita pizza and we just split it and we both had a drink and then by the time we were done, we were ready to go see the movie.
0: Yeah, and everyone's dressing up for the movie too. Like, everyone's wearing pink and... We
1: both wore pink shirts. I told yeah, her, I, I said, wore you...
0: pink to the movie too. I told like... her, I was
1: like, we have to wear pink. Yeah. Because... What's cool is, I don't know if anybody has seen this, I've seen it, I actually experienced it, so it's kind of cool, but a lot of people, like, if you're going to the movie and you're wearing pink, a lot of people are greeting you as Barbie or Ken. Um, so they're like, hi Barbies, and you're like, oh, hi Barbie, because that's what they do the in marketing, the marketing, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, even when we went over to Yard House for dinner, the, the bartender, because we sat up at the bar, and he was like, hi Barbies, <laughs> and I was like, oh, I am so dead. funny.
0: Yeah, it's just like, it's becoming such a cultural thing, like, I can't, like, this was... The best box office success since I think Avengers Endgame. Yeah. Which was I think over ten years ago at this point. I don't know. I'm not like huge into Marvel, so I'm not sure when it came out. I don't know
1: if Endgame but, has been ten years, but like um it's, it's been, been a while. It's been at least post
0: pandemic. Because yeah. the pandemic almost took theaters out completely. Mm-hmm. And so there hasn't been this much success since the pandemic in a theater. And I just I love that. I think it's amazing that um, this movie is bringing people together. And a lot of movies are struggling in the box office these days. Like Disney, I just read an article today, is debating even releasing movies in theaters anymore because they their movies this year have been struggling in the box office. And we'll get into that at a future episode when we do our Haunted Mansion review. Mm-hmm. But let's get into the movie of Barbie. The Barbie the movie itself. So, I mean, if you guys haven't seen the movie, well, you know, I don't know why you're I'm here. I'm like, go watch <laughs> it. Go watch it. And
1: then come back and listen. Or
0: listen to this first and then watch the movie. It is a good movie. It's a nice, like, feel-good movie. Um, I would say I thought it was a bit more kid-friendly. I did think it was going to be a bit more kid-friendly. I don't know why I thought that. Because, well, because Barbie's a kid's toy. Yeah. But it definitely... There were some parts in the beginning where I was like, oh, yeah, this definitely is giving, like, PG-13. <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah.
1: It's like... I feel like they said it's, like, literally kind of for everybody. But mm-hmm. there are some scenes where I feel like you might have to... Yeah, I don't know. You will kind of have to decide for yourself if that's a appro- if you think that would be appropriate for your kid based on their age or not. Yeah, it's nothing like super like no, crazy. nothing like
0: sexual, like really that sexual. It's just either. like things
1: that are said. Like for example, like there's the scene where um, I think they're rollerblading, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't know they. Get, like, catcalled. Yeah, or, they both get are
0: getting catcalled, especially both, Margot Robbie. I was
1: like, they're getting catcalled in the real world, which was hilarious because obviously they don't know what the frick is happening. Yeah,
0: they're like, what's going on? And,
1: um, she's like, she was like, well, I don't have a vagina and he doesn't have a penis because they're dolls. They yeah, have no, like... The
0: construction workers. And she's
1: literally said that. I remember seeing, I was like... That was
0: the first moment for me too. I was like, oh, okay, (laughs) and everyone in the theater was kind of like, ooh, you heard like people like making noise after that because they were like, okay, this is this is interesting. It just like
1: it was just like a little thing like that, yeah. And then it's like done, like it was, yeah. And it didn't like like
0: they didn't. It wasn't like a sexual movie because of like I just read an interview with Margot Robbie because. The movie has been banned in a couple of Middle Eastern countries because of its content and someone this the latest on Barbie if you Google it it's everywhere is that I think Lebanon banned it because it promotes homosexuality and Margot Robbie was like, I mean, it's implied that there are like gay characters in it. But the dolls themselves are not gay because they have no sexual orientation because they are dolls. That's literally what she said. And I was like, it's so true. Like, she literally said in that scene, like, I don't have a penis. He doesn't have a, or I don't have a vagina. He doesn't have a penis. Yeah. So, like, there's no sort of, like, sexual implications at all. You know? And then there's the infamous scene that's in all the trailers where Ken is like, do you want me to stay over tonight? And she was like, (laughs) and do what? And he was like, I don't actually know. Yeah. You know, it's just implying that it's just, like, it's harmless. Like, there's nothing, there's no deeper sort of thing that's happening or implied because there's no sort of sexual thing going on between them, you right. know?
1: I mean, like, he really, like, Ken really likes Barbie. Like Like, yes. he, he really does like her, but, like, almost like... Sets is not like a thing. He's just mm-hmm. he's just attracted to her. Like he just loves Barbie. He like literally lives for her. Exactly. Um, which we're gonna dive into that in a second.
0: Oh yeah, for sure.
1: But it's just like, yeah, there's no like sexual things like between them at all. Yeah, and so it's it's interesting because they are dolls. Like that's essentially like what they're supposed to be. Hmm. But you know people are going to take whatever type of opinion they have and yeah. do something as like those other countries are going to do and ban it because they think it's almost, you know, they think it's homosexuals.
0: Right, exactly. And so, you know, that's kind of whatever. But the beginning of the movie, I loved getting introduced to Barbie Land. I thought that mm-hmm. was so fun, like how they had all the dream houses and the beach and everything and I just, I just thought it was an amazing start. And then they had all the little girls in the beginning with their baby dolls, like, smashing them because oh they God, wanted that was Barbies. Hilarious. I know. I was like, oh, this is starting off really good. I think it had such a strong beginning. Like, I was so captivated in the beginning of the movie. hmm As you know, then all of a sudden things started going wrong with Barbie. And, like, her feet were flat.
1: Oh, my and God. And I was
0: like, oh, my gosh. That-
1: I, I want to just say that was extremely funny for somebody who actually has flat feet, like myself. <laughs> yeah. I was fucking dead. I was like, this is the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life.
0: Yeah, because I like freaking
1: I, I out. I legitimately have like really flat feet. So it was just funny to watch that. Like I have no type of arch like at all in my foot. Oh my gosh. Um, but it was so funny. But then, yeah, like the the thoughts of death. Like, yes,
0: the thoughts of death. She was like, oh my god, they were partying and she was like, have you guys ever thought about death or dying or something? Have you guys
1: ever thought about dying? And then literally all the music gets cut, and everyone's, and everyone's like, looking, like looking at her like, and she was <laughs> like, she said something. I forgot what she said, but she was like, or no, the thought that she like tried to play it off. The thought of dying because you're dancing so hard or something or dancing so much and they're like yeah and then start dancing again and she was like still dancing and she was like well that was weird and like just like after like just like ignored it,
0: mm-hmm. and then
1: yeah, that's when things were starting to go wrong.
0: I just think that Margot Robbie was the perfect casting for her. She
1: legitimately was because think- she
0: wasn't supposed to originally play Barbie. It got bounced around to a couple different actresses. I know for sure it was supposed to be Amy Schumer at first, mm-hmm. and then Anne Hathaway was discussed for it as well. And so I, weird, so weird with Anne Hathaway especially. And then but Amy Schumer, I just feel like.
1: I, I don't Anne... know if
0: it would have done as well, you right. know? I
1: think Anne Hathaway still could have oh, been yeah. a good choice. I love Anne Hathaway. Um, I just don't know, like, how the... Like, you... Like literally as they say, like classic Barbie is blonde. Mm-hmm. And Hathaway isn't blonde.
0: Margot Robbie literally looks like a Barbie doll.
1: She really does. You like know? so it's like she was the perfect person I feel like to play that role.
0: Exactly. And she's a great actress. She's so like versatile in her roles and everything so i thought that she was an amazing choice so
1: and i really think the whole like cast was like i think everybody that was casted that whole cast of that movie i felt like everybody was perfect for their role like i feel like they like everybody was super good and i feel like that's why the movie did really well too
0: ryan gosling as ken was so good because he just has that natural like funny sort of delivery on lines and everything. Mm -hmm. I don't... I think it was always set that Ryan Gosling was going to play Ken. I think that... No, I don't think that ever changed. Right. So, I think from the beginning, they were like, oh, yeah, you're definitely Ken. Mm -hmm. And he played that role so well.
1: He did. He did really well.
0: And then, though, the weird Barbie. We got to get into the weird Barbie. Oh, my
1: God. Is she... Because... Kate McKinnon. Kate McKinnon. There Mm -hmm.
0: we go. Margot Robbie or Barbie went to go see... uh, weird Barbie because she's like why am I having thoughts of death why are my feet flat (laughs) so that was so funny and she was always in the splits
1: (laughs) oh my god yeah she was like she's like I've seen this before like but like you know so dramatic I love it it's like literally the weird Barbie like the one that like you know the kids cut you know the you know you cut their hair off and they just look like like literally looks like it went through like
0: a like
1: literally looks like it went through like a shredder yeah uh, that's who kate mckinnon plays the weird barbie so it was hilarious like, yeah i love kate mckinnon mm-hmm. i think she's so funny like on snl and everything so yeah. when i saw that she was in this movie i was like oh my god i have to see this movie she was another reason why like i was like oh my god she's in this it's gonna be hilarious like i have yeah. to see it because i i've seen her in um she was in a different movie with Mila Kunis and I can't remember the name of it but they were Mm. like I think it was called like Spies or something but another like a like a funny like comedy action movie yeah it was hilarious and so I really like Kate McKinnon so I was like I have to see
0: this yeah I think that I love that I usually it's weird now that we're talking about like characters a little bit and like playing their roles to perfection usually my favorite character in a movie is Like a a minor character. I don't know why. I like tend to be drawn to them sometimes. But this movie, my favorite character was definitely Barbie. Mm -hmm. I think, I don't know, maybe I'm biased with the whole Margot Robbie thing. And I think I like her even more because she played Harley Quinn Mm -hmm. (laughs) And and brought Harley Quinn to life, you know. But, um, I just think that she did an amazing job, and that was definitely my favorite character in the movie, for sure. With all, like, the looks, the fashion in this movie, too, the aesthetics.
1: Yeah.
0: It was all about, like, the aesthetics and, like, the different outfits and stuff, too, that They were going to pull out and wear.
1: Yeah. That had a lot to do with it. There was, like, yeah, a lot of, like, wardrobe, different looks, um, iconic looks. I think they were actually taking real outfits that Barbie has had. Yeah, And what Ken has had. Um, and putting that on them, because everybody's Ken, except for Alan. There's Alan, who's played by Alan. Michael Cera.
0: He was also a perfect casting. He,
1: I thought he did so good, like, and I, and that's, like, I think everybody's favorite. Coming mm-hmm. out of this movie, everybody really did like Alan. Is yeah. From what I've seen.
0: Yeah, he was good, and, uh, oh my gosh, wait until Halloween this year. I know. <laughs> With all the Barbie and Ken looks that the people are gonna have. But, I mean, it, it's that just was... trend setting. It's literally trendsetters. Like, when a movie can inspire a group of people, then everyone wants to dress up as them there's for gonna, Halloween. There's going to be
1: a lot of Barbies and Kens this ton, year. A ton of them. For sure. And it's so funny. I just thought of this. It was hilarious in my mind. But, like, imagine, like, there's a couple, but then you have, like, a best friend that's with that couple. You do Barbie, Ken, and Allen.
0: Oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> that is so cute. Yeah, and someone could even do like weird Barbie. Like people could weird dress Barbie. up with like friend groups of like the whole Barbie squad. Right. You know, and I, I loved when we're talking about Barbies, I loved the diversity of the Barbies. You know, I liked that um, they weren't all like, you know, white and blonde that and skinny. Be... You know what I'm saying? They were all different. That
1: could totally be like a theme for next year's Halloween party. Just. Barbie and have everybody be a different Barbie and everyone be a different Ken.
0: Yeah, I mean, I just, I love that idea. I think someone's for sure gonna do that this year and for their Halloween ha- party. And
1: then there has to be only
0: one Alan. Just one Alan, because I've heard that they only made one Alan. And <laughs> so then he flopped.
1: I was like, <laughs> I'm like, if you guys aren't familiar with Alan, he's um, literally a doll that Mattel released, and he is supposed to be Ken's buddy. <laughs> so funny. He's Ken, he's Ken's buddy, like he's Ken's friend, but he fits in all of Ken's clothes. That's like literally what he is. He's wow. he's Ken's buddy and he fits in all of his clothes. But he kind of has more he has like red hair.
0: Mhm.
1: Uh like he's like more ginger. Um but he tends to just like he kind of looks a little gay. Like he's a... he like it's not said, but he, he kind of gives off the like he's with the girls. He's for the girls, like in the movie. Yeah. Like he knows that, you know, because Ken, is ultimately. I think we feel like Ken was the villain in this movie because yeah, Ken turns on Barbie.
0: He does turn on Barbie, so he's like obsessed with her. She goes to the real world after she talks to weird, weird Barbie. Ken like sneaks into the back seat. And then, like I said, the first half of this movie, I loved. I loved when they first went to the real world. We talked about them getting catcalled. They got arrested because they stole clothes because they didn't know what was going on. And that, and oh my gosh, the part that I really loved was the junior high scene. Yeah. Where like, it really was powerful because this movie was funny, but there were times when you did want to like cry, Mm -hmm. you know, because it was really emotional because Barbie was meant to inspire like a group women like women empowerment and then women grew to like hate Barbie because they're like you put unrealistic expectations on us for body image and the way we're supposed to look and the beauty and that's what I was getting into a bit before Mm -hmm. of I love that all the Barbies were different skin colors different sizes, they all looked different, but they were all beautiful in their own way. Yeah, so I like that they did that. So, when she went in to go find, you know, the owner of her who's been, like, getting all these weird thoughts, Mm -hmm. um, the girls in the junior high were all named after Bratz dolls. And that's kind of like one of those little Easter eggs that I was telling some friends about this and they were like, I didn't even notice that. And I didn't notice that either
1: until somebody
0: told me or I found it out on Twitter or something.
1: I, I played with Bratz, I'm pretty sure. Like, I know for sure I had a Bratz, like, lip like phone like mm-hmm. literally as my home phone like in my yeah. house and it was in my room so it was like a big purple lip
0: so you were a brats girl not a barbie girl
1: i did have bar i did barbie when i was like really young yeah like really really young but i think when i was getting like older like probably elementary school um i was more i had became more of a bratz girl
0: brats were more edgy
1: yeah. And
0: so I think that... And they looked different. Like, if I'm not mistaken, I didn't play with any of that kind of stuff. But, like, they had, like, different colored hair, right? Like, didn't some of them have, like, they, pink and green hair and stuff? Yeah, they
1: were... They were... um It was all, like... I believe it was, like, all different skin types. Like, there was, yeah. you know, black, Hispanic, um, white. Like, literally, I felt like they had kind of, like, everything. Mm-hmm. Um But, yeah, I... Like, I couldn't tell you any of their names, like, yeah. any of the brat girls' names, so that's something I didn't even pick up when I watched the movie, but then I saw all the things afterwards, and, yeah, all their names are literally based off of the Bratz girls, and they are wearing the same outfits and have the same hair. Yeah. They look like them, like, when they match them up i was like oh my god that's so funny
0: it's so cool i love that little extra creativity that they throw into the movie like that's what cinema's all about is those little things that you might not pick up on but makes you want to watch the movie again because you're like i didn't notice that i need to watch it again yeah that's why i like that we do these movie reviews like after the fact if we watch the movie and let it sink in so we can talk about this kind of stuff you right. know and it was so fitting that they were all named after Brad Stalls because they were all being kind of bitchy to Barbie.
1: They were being brats.
0: They were being really brats and they were being just real and they were like, Barbie is just not in anymore. Like nobody likes Barbies. Like you did this, you did that. And in Barbie Land, women, well, contrary to the real world, where like men are all in charge in the real world, like in all higher up positions, in Barbie land, women have all the high power positions, you know, mm-hmm. like presidents. And, you know, leaders, all of that kind of stuff. It's it's all women. So it was a culture shock for Barbie to come into the real world and be like, why is there men all over the money out here? And, like, the money mm-hmm. in Barbie lands all women or whatever. I don't yeah, remember. Yeah, it's literally but
1: reversed.
0: It's reversed, yeah. And so she just started crying and she was like, what is actually happening? And I think that's when, like, Billie Eilish's song played. And I was like, oh, uh, yes, I love that song. And then another powerful scene that I didn't pick up on until after the fact when I was, like, reading about the movie is she was crying and Ken was just, like, in his own world because he was figuring out that men rule the real world and in Barbie land, Ken's are kind of, like, second fiddle.
1: Right. He started discovering, like, when they... Literally, when they started going to the middle school... Yeah. Or the junior she high She went or- to the middle
0: school and he went...
1: Right, he went to go do go off and like you know do his own thing, but he started kind of like figuring out that men like kind of rule everything here, and he was like, "I like that, yeah, then maybe like, um, I think in his mind, he was thinking he could get Barbie if he wanted to right, like if he like lived in this world, because he found
0: about about like patriarchy right like how like men men were like superior whatnot right and so barbie goes to like a bus station and she's like sitting down and she like looked at this older woman like i don't know 80s and she had wrinkles and in barbie land obviously people don't age because they're dolls Mm -hmm. she was like you're so beautiful to the old woman and the old woman was like i know it was so cute it was one of those feel-good moments because it was like wow, you know, like, this is something that's new and so foreign to her. And in our society, like, we're scared of wrinkles. Like, we don't want to wrinkle. We don't want to age. Like, wrinkles is associated with, you know, getting old and sometimes, like, being ugly, you know, not no mm-hmm. longer attractive. That's where we have all these different products and Botox and everything that people get. Mm-hmm. And so it was just amazing where doll with no imperfections pretty much could tell like a woman that was older like you you're beautiful
1: right And it was,
0: it was just one well, of those feel-good moments and that's
1: what they do in barbie land and that's why she got so upset when the girls were being so mean to her because she like went to the real world anticipating to be praised by mm-hmm. like all by you know women that like you know play with her and stuff like She was ready to get, like, all this, like literally positive like feedback yeah. and like compliments and stuff and they just like literally drilled her like in, yeah. a, in a really bad way and that's why she got so upset because she was like what like why do they hate me
0: like what did right. i like
1: what did i do like in honey, barbie man.
0: lynn they all hype each other up they say hi every morning <laughs> you know like they're like hyping each other up they're all so nice and in the real world it's obviously not like that you know people Mm -hmm. aren't a lot of people aren't very nice so then we get into where they start bringing Mattel into it which this was kind of like the moment for me where it started going downhill a bit because like I said everything was amazing up until this part where like the Mattel figured out that like a real Barbie and a real Ken were in the real world and they wanted to stop Barbie and I was like
1: and Mattel was like the doll company.
0: Yeah, it was um, just, it was, like, just branding for them, you know, of, like, putting their name on it. I think
1: it was because I felt like it might have been a part of the original storyline, but I almost felt like it was something that was just, like, written in
0: it afterwards. It felt kind of forced.
1: It felt forced, and it felt like it was written in afterwards because, um, this is, I said this About the movie, but I felt like they didn't spend much time in the real world. Like, literally, Mm -hmm. after this, like, school scene and whatnot, and her figuring all this out, uh, they go to Mattel, and they figure, like Eric just said, they figured out that, you know, Barbie and Ken were in the real world, and they needed to get them back to Barbie Land because they're not supposed to be there, like, whatever, whatever. Literally, Ken. You know, he's he's figuring out all the all the manly things, the patriarchy, <laughs> the what was it called, the Mojo Casa. Oh my God, dojo. Ken's
0: do- Mojo Dojo Casa house or something like yeah. that.
1: So he's he's figuring out all the like manly, th- you know, all the manly things, and so he <laughs> leads the real world without Barbie and he goes back to Barbie land and he starts his patriarchy and he's you know making it all like it's basically Ken's world it's not Barbie's land anymore
0: and you kind of feel sympathy for Ken in the beginning because like he's so nice and he just wants attention and she keeps like turning him down not in a rude way but kind of in like an oblivious sort of way like she's like why would you come over? Like it's girls' night. Like <laughs> you, you can't come. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. not not to be rude. Like she wasn't saying it rude or bitchy or mean, but she was kind of not understanding. She's like, no, like well, you know and, what I'm saying.
1: But the the thing is, is that Ken, he only lived for Barbie. Like yeah. he waits up every day, and like ma- like he doesn't have a good day unless she notices him, mm-hmm. and then like all the kens are like you know talking with him and he's having like a good day
0: if yeah if he's
1: with all the kens and barbie like says hi to him that's how he's gonna have a good day yeah and that's how he lives his life every single day so it's like he doesn't really know who he is yeah as a you know as because he's one Ken out of all these other Ken's so he doesn't know who he really is right and Barbie's just kind of like literally in her own freaking world and she's like it's girls night like yeah like I'm gonna be with them like you you gotta go home you can't stay the night right exactly and she's She's... like what are we gonna do and he's like well I don't really know
0: (laughs) yeah exactly and and I just want to like draw attention to this while we're talking about like Ken and the whole thing where he started that in Barbie land and took it took it over and made it all like you know about the Ken's and about men Anyone that says this movie is anti men, I don't. I think you need to watch it again because yeah. I didn't get that message at all. It was more so like Barbie Land is just like women run it, and I think that some people that don't like without trying to sound rude, people that don't see that are maybe just like used to our society of men running everything, and they're like, oh, women running everything? Oh no 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 right no that can't happen no you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. it was more about like women empowerment as opposed to like tearing men down Mm -hmm. that's the way that i saw it and it's like women for so long have just been like the side pieces the eye candy like women are just there to just look pretty and be quiet you know like for the longest time in our society we're finally just getting out of a place where that's not within the past like even, like, 10 to 15 years. Like, we've finally gotten out of a place where that's where our society is with yeah. women.
1: I mean, it's still there. It's I, still and there. And I feel like this movie did make a really, like, strong impact because it's it's enough being said because of how loud it was to where it actually is pissing off men. It yeah. is pissing off men. Like, there have been men that have seen this movie and they're like, I fucking hated it. Yeah. Like... And they're mad because of the way the Ken's character was- of Ken's character. Yeah. And so what I, like, have come to realize from that is I feel like those men that are getting pissed off about the way this Ken character is, it's because they are that Ken character. They don't know who they are.
0: Yeah, and and masculinity is a fragile thing.
1: Right, exactly. Like, it's messing with their ego- a bit because like barbie is like kind of in control in that situation a little bit because ken's just like literally living for her so he doesn't know any better
0: and how many movies have you seen within the past like oh my god since cinema was created of a a woman being a damsel in distress like she's just she's just dumb she can't help herself like the men the man needs to come save her so many movies and you don't hear anybody talking up about that you don't hear anyone saying anything about that like oh that's just like how it is like women need to be saved by a man yeah you know it's just the thing like the knight in shining armor like locked in a tower like you know all these kind of things where we're you know just taught like that's just how women are like you right. just you just be saved by the man you know and now this movie is just like He's the damsel in distress now. The man's a damsel in distress. And it's a reversal of the way that things are, quote unquote, supposed to be. And like old school people are not going to like that. Yeah. Because they're like, well, no, that can't happen. I mean, unless they
1: really get the message, I feel like most people are not gonna like people that are wired in the head that way that like, you know, men run this country and women are not supposed to be doing that. They're not going to like this movie. And And it's not
0: that serious. It's really not that serious. And not not to like fast forward to the end or anything, but I think this is relevant for the conversation that we're having at the end of the movie, after he takes over everything and there's like an all out war and like all the women become all the Barbies become brainwashed and everything and Barbie's literally like depressed where she can't even get up. Mm-hmm. After everything happens, she finally says, Ken, I- I'm sorry for the way that I treated you. I'm sorry if I hurt you. And he doesn't apologize for anything. He doesn't apologize for taking her dream house. He doesn't apologize for making all of the Barbies robots. He doesn't apologize for making her so depressed that she doesn't even want to be in Barbie land anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, like he put her through so much emotional stress. And he doesn't even realize that, right? Because he's self-absorbed, and, and that's the way that things work a lot of times. Well,
1: right, and it's so funny, be it, like it's, and it's so funny, but also so interesting at the same time. Because at the end, like while this is all happening, she is actually more worried about Ken not liking her anymore. She's yeah. like, well, this Ken is Ken. This Ken like me anymore? Is he gonna like me anymore? Like, if this is the way, like I i'm gonna be living my life mm-hmm. and she doesn't even like him like that she yeah. says it she says that she's not very she's not like interested in ken in that way
0: but she's like she wants to still like be friends with him
1: right she still cares about him yeah. in a way that she cares like how he thinks about her
0: well ken and that's the difference It's like i Ken, just knows that he loves barbie he doesn't know why he loves barbie right and so he's just like he puts barbie through all this stuff and he almost doesn't care that he put her through all that stuff he just wants to be with her just to be with her right he's like i don't really care about you and as a person i just want to be with you whereas she cares about him as a person and is like genuinely like sorry that she hurt his feelings Mm -hmm. whereas he doesn't even care and that's where like that's what you were saying before laney about the movie that I don't really feel that they should have gone back to Barbie Land that soon. I really would have loved for it to play out more in the real world. Because then they had the Ken Wars and then everything started going all crazy. And, and that's where it kind of fell off for me a bit. Yeah. With the storyline. Like I said, the first half I loved. The second half was okay. I kind
1: of liked the Ken Wars because I thought it was, like I thought it was funny. It was funny, and but... And I thought it was... I personally thought it was hilarious, and I don't know if Greta, the director, Mm -hmm. I don't know if she's the one that thought of this, but I was literally, like, cackling when they were coming up with their plan to, like, literally um, mess with the Kens to get them to you know, not be able to... Make them jealous. Make them not be able to go to, like, Congress so they could, you know, vote and stuff Mm -hmm. for, like, you know, women to be back in charge. But they literally were just, like, kind of seducing them in a way. Yeah. But... (laughs) They were just like yeah, making them jealous, and they're like making them explain how to do things. Like oh, like what is that? Like I don't know how to do that. And yeah. They're, and they're sitting there explaining. I was like, this is so freaking real. I was, I was, it was literally so real. I was dying laughing. I thought that was so clever and such like, like just hilarious and then i loved when they were all playing the same song and singing it to them Mm -hmm.
0: and And then then the barbies kept switching to make them jealous and turn them on each other i was like
1: they were just like eventually getting up at one point and going over to a different ken to make them jealous and so everybody was like all the barbies were switching around to different kens to make there ken jealous it was hilarious Mm -hmm. i thought that was like such a clever like scene to do
0: yeah and how did you feel about the mom the one that america i think america ferrera yes
1: i wanted to touch on america ferrera i thought she did an amazing job especially that one scene and the scene has been like plastered everywhere i feel like
0: it's powerful
1: i think well, for one, I know this was the monologue that they did for this character. Like it it's long enough to be a monologue and so if people were auditioning for this like for this character, that was the monologue.
0: For sure. And
1: she nailed it. Yeah. Like she that that scene was so powerful. Like just talking about like women and how like basically no matter what we do in any case scenario, it's always contradicted in a in a negative way. And so she was just, because Barbie was, like, just, like, literally helpless and was, like, well, you know, like, I'm I'm not perfect and I'm supposed to be, but mm-hmm. I'm not because of these feelings that I'm having. And she just, like, literally went off and was just, like, it's a very powerful scene. If you haven't seen it, um, please watch it. It's very powerful. I'm pretty sure, like, I'm pretty sure like probably some girls cried in that scene because it's, yeah. very, it's very powerful.
0: Yeah, and, and I think that it can become like a thing. Like I think a lot of relationships still, I've seen like a lot of my friends that are girls get into where like the man takes control over the relationship and they're just on for the ride. Like whatever he says goes. Like they don't have really much of any sort of say. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what they're expected to be perfect. You know, and the minute they're not perfect, they're not good enough. Right. You know, and I think that that was, yeah, like you were saying, it was a really but powerful scene, and I was like, oh, damn. It's,
1: it's on all spectrums, not in just relationships, just, like, literally in life, in the yeah. way that, like, living your life. Like, as a woman, like, this is, it's a such it's a very, like, it's a long scene. I think it's at least, like, two minutes of her just talking. Of yeah. Seeing, and maybe, maybe two minutes is a little long, but maybe, like, a minute and a half of her, like, s- saying this stuff. It's it's really powerful. If you haven't watched it and you haven't seen the movie, but you want to see it, like you can probably YouTube it. It could probably pop up. But if not, let just go see the movie because the movie's good. Too. And it's coming
0: out on streaming. I think in a month. I think it comes okay. out like early to mid September and. And like I said, like this movie isn't one to only be enjoyed by women. Like I mean, I know a lot of gay men, including myself, we loved this movie, right? (laughs) (laughs) And then um, a lot of my some of my coworkers that are straight men were talking to me because everyone was talking about it after it came Mm -hmm. out that weekend. And a lot of my like straight male coworkers were like, "Oh my god, it was so funny! Like, I want to get a shirt that says, i 'I'm Ken enough.' I'm,
1: I'm Ken enough, yeah. Yeah,
0: and it was just so funny. And it was it was nice that like you know if you're not like a toxic masculinity or you know then I think that anyone can go and enjoy this movie. Like that's what Marco Robbie was saying. Like this is a movie for everyone. Like it's not just a movie for one sort of demographic. You know, even though it is a bit." girly and the aesthetics and the pink and the barbies and everything i think that like anyone that sees this movie would genuinely enjoy it
1: yeah it it really was good like i feel like again like i feel like there are like a few things uh, on both of me and eric's ends that we kind of wish were you know in the movie or maybe things that weren't necessarily in the movie like for us We wish they were more in the real world for a lot longer because it's kind of short, them in the real world. And then we just didn't really understand Mattel.
0: Mattel. And then, like, the the lady, I think she was, like, the creator of Barbie. Yeah. She was in it twice. And I liked when she was in the setting with the studio. Mm -hmm. I thought that was cool. That was, like, a nice moment. But then when she came back at the end, I was kind of like, you're back why are you back <laughs> you know what i'm saying right i don't know maybe that's just me not understanding but i thought like the ending was a bit sus how she like ended up going to the real world and living there i think there is room for a sequel i know and we want to draw attention to uh, the director as well yeah. like a strong female director like getting Like, a huge box office. Like, it's at a billion. And
1: she's pretty young. Is she really? Yeah, I think she has to be in her 30s. Oh, that's
0: awesome. She is pretty
1: young. Her name's, like... um, Greta
0: Gerwig. Yeah. Yeah. Greta.
1: Yeah, Greta Gerwig. I don't know if that's... That's her last name. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen her, like, in... uh, She does, like, a lot of the... um, What do you want to call it? Um, When they do, like, interviews and stuff. Like media.
0: Media. Whatever you want to yeah, call she, it.
1: She does it with the actors. Like she's in there oh with the man. actors. Like I've seen I saw like an interview with um Margot Robbie, America Fura, uh, uh Kate McKinnon, and then um somebody else, I don't remember, but um and then her. They were all in it together. I like, love that. Answering questions. And I'm like, she I feel like she's young enough to where she's still like kinda humble. Yeah. in this experience to be able to do stuff like that with them. I'm like that's cool. I've never really like, really seen a director do that.
0: I think that's you should get to know the director behind the movie. They all know, know each I other think... really
1: well. They were in yeah. the whole interview was them asking questions to see how well they knew each other.
0: Oh, that's awesome because so. I think when you're on set it becomes like a family dynamic. I would love mm-hmm. to experience that one day, you know. Yeah. I feel like we will eventually. Yeah. <laughs> but just to kind of wrap things up here, Lainey, what would you rate the movie out of 10?
1: Um, I think I would honestly give it a 9 out of 10.
0: Okay. I think I would say 8 out of 10. Okay. Um, just because, like I said, love the aesthetic. The beginning of the movie was good. The end of the movie wasn't really the best for me. But I need to see it again. Maybe it'll make my rating a little bit higher now that I know all these different little Easter eggs and things to look for.
1: It's interesting for me because I thought the beginning was good i thought the middle is kind of where it fell off yeah when it was like when it was in the real world and then it just like they were out of the real world and yeah. that was mattel and then the ending i felt like that's when like you know the ken wars was happening and then the ending and we're kind of you know wrapping it up getting the whole message about everything i like the ending so i think the middle part was the part mm-hmm. that was kind of, like, not there for me. But I liked everything else.
0: Yeah, I, I love that the impact it's had on society and everything. However went. It's bringing a lot of people together, too. It is, yeah. It's bringing cinema back, if you will. And, yes. and, I, and I love that. I hope that this inspires more people to go to the theaters because we personally don't want movie theaters to die off. We love going to the movies. I feel like it's just a different sort of, you know experience when you go see a movie in the theaters so like we said if you haven't seen Barbie yet make sure to go check that out in theaters while it's still there thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode we really enjoyed reviewing Barbie with you and if you haven't already make sure to follow us on Instagram at dream pod
1: make sure to follow us on Apple and Spotify and give us those five stars and we'll see you next Tuesday for an all-new episode happy dreaming